Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hello there, welcome back. It's the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget tomorrow. We are on the road. There all yeah, of a sudden. It did. Sorry about that. Uh, the eighth annual Food for Families benefiting Second Harvest Heartland, presented by Coburn's Delivers and uh, Chris Lindahl Real Estate. So we're at the stop six of the Midwest Home Luxury Remodeling Tour in Edina tomorrow. Uh, Forty-eight sixteen Wilford Way in Edina. That's where we will be. And what it's we right need, off seventieth and a hundred. Seventieth, mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. And what we need from you, our wonderful listeners, are non-perishable food items so we can restock the food shelves. I gotta really remember. I gotta it's write that. I gotta remember to not forget to. I gotta come. Not come here tomorrow. No, I know. Well, we're going to my old house in Edina, right, basically. That's what I gotta do. So that's this is at a house, remember. two houses down from where I lived. Cool. And the first place when I moved down here, I was a resident of uh, Cornelia Drive. I'm yes, like you Cornelia, sure, right there in sure. that little neighborhood. And so it's my very first neighborhood. Oh my God, it's thought, so cute. I felt like Mary Tyler Moore. Oh. You know, I, I really did. I was so happy to be, you know, because I, I mean, Duluth and, you know, I was like, I wanted to be in a big city. Yes, you you came to one. Yeah. It, it's really, it's a cute area. That's such a great area. And having lived in Japan, I mean, we were taking the train into Tokyo, you know, by the time I was like in seventh grade, I felt like a city kid. Right. And from then, having lived there. Right. You know, and then it was like, oh, Duluth. But we were just so happy not to be moving. Duluth, you know, not to be yes. moving to have to stay in the yes, same school. Yes, I understand. Okay, so um, Sandra Bullock, uh, there was uh, an interview with her in USA Today, and I thought this was really interesting. Of course, Ocean's Eight out tomorrow. I'm going Saturday afternoon. Okay, with your mom and the auntie. Just Casey's like, I don't want to go see that. You know, mm-hmm. he won't even read a book by a woman. He's so sexist. Be careful. Well, I mean, you know. he read the J.K. Really? Rowling's one. Well, only because it was under the nom de plume, and he thought it was a guy <laughs> about uh, he the doesn't mean calling. it. Yeah. I'm going to defend no, him. No, he does mean it. Oh I, gosh, he I'm does. So Casey, no, he yeah. he did that with another mystery writer yeah. too yeah, that he, he did. didn't realize was a female. And your your other brother totally agreed with him. They neither one of them care for female authors when it comes to the kind oh of gosh. books they that like they to read. like to read. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I love to give a massive amounts of grief about it, but she said um, that she was raised and and I always feel like my my parents were very much like this my my parents were very much of the credo you 
you should always have a job. You need to go to school. You should have your own money um, because they were kids of the 50s when it was a different expectation. So my parents were very like, I mean, then they were, my dad was tight as hell. And he was like, if you want clothes and you want a car, I'll help you. But I'm only giving you this much and you need to work. And you're just as good as any any guy. That was sort of the thing. So when I did get out in the working world and there was all this sexism and blatant i really didn't even know i didn't even realize what was happening at first and sandra bullock had the same experience because i think she says basically to paraphrase was that you know she kind of had that same philosophy because her mom was from germany and i don't know if she met her dad in the military but her parents very much just have your own i mean it's not a new message that was you know sandra bullock is 53 so our parents that are giving us this advice are because they were maybe more hamstrung in what the roles were. And so she said it was a really hard pill for her to swallow when she got to Hollywood and realized what was going on. It being? Being a woman. She mm-hmm. said, oh my God, I'm being treated this way because I have a vagina. Yeah. Because I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, we're not going to be able to get whatever, whatever right. it might be. Like I remember one time at a boss, and I was really kicking butt. It was when I worked for uh, Carlson Hospitality in the resort division. I was national sales manager, and I had achieved all my numbers right. by between twenty and forty percent. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so you made your goals, made yep. my goals, and then something. I remember my boss at the time. Will, I will not say his last name. I remember he leaned back in the chair and he said, you know, I don't really know what you do as the national sales manager. And, you know, I had like prepared, had had my assistant help me prepare my sheets. Yeah, And I just looked at him. I said, well, I think that says more about you than it does about me. How'd that go over? Well. <laughs> he he put his feet back down and he said point taken mm-hmm. because I just felt like I needed to push uh, it back push back on yeah. him and it wasn't really until later when I was like what a and would he have said that if I were was a man but I mean I just felt like I need to push right back at you you know it's, it's in, hard to do that well it's interesting because I my very first job I worked for a woman and a woman publisher and mm-hmm. I was always around strong women That's and lucky, I you're lucky. I never had any discrimination there and then I went to work for Hubbard and I worked for a woman mm-hmm. and then my next job maybe I worked for God. I never had that experience because I've always had strong female yeah you're lucky bosses yeah you're and, lucky until a certain point but I've always done that and I've never felt less than well we had I had female bosses too even at Carlson I was right. hired by a woman but the the people who were the vice presidents and the people that were in the positions that they they were guys and you know they're it was it was like oh if if a man is a director we'll make the woman the manager there was very much a lot of that it was different in the 80s and 90s and I, i think that the fight still continues with that kind of discrimination and sexism happens regardless of the industry and you're so lucky that like your first sales job that I had you such great experiences that's that's amazing because a lot of times in sales or in that kind of thing there it might be more male yeah dominated. and i never felt i couldn't do whatever i wanted to do right. but i think one of the interesting thing that she's talked about is because you know oceans eight it's a female caper movie it's it's taking off on the oceans 11 12 theme but it's also it's about 
It's about stealing jewelry or stealing yeah. money. Mm-hmm. And it's that's been the theme of all of these. And yeah. so I hated it when someone asked them in, a, in an interview, you know, how do you feel about this role model teaching young women? Oh, yeah. You know, about to steal. To steal. Like and a so guy would ever be right. asked that. George Clooney, right. did he get asked that? Brad Pitt? Are yeah, you worried I, you're thinking ridiculous. you're setting up heists and casinos? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so Silly. I thought that was crazy. Yeah. I heard something else crazy come out of a reporter's mouth last week. During the French Open, when an, an, an interviewer was asking um, Serena Williams a question, he, and he goes and he preferences it, I've been waiting 14 years to ask you this question because she was going to be playing the screamer, Donnie, what's her name again? Maria Sharapova. Who got her butt kicked, mm-hmm. but she got a bye because Serena had to drop out, but, but Serena was playing Maria Sharapova, and she said, well, have you been intimidated to play with someone with such beauty and such great <gasps> shoulders? Oh, it was just terrible. Oh. It was so sexist, so wrong. Oh have you been in- intimidated to play did, such beautiful opponents? Serena she goes, back? I don't even know how to answer that. Oh, good. All right. And then her husband, who... Um, you know, started BuzzFeed. Yeah. Um, he sends out a tweet that he had never heard anything so ridiculous in all of yeah. his life. Yes, yeah, actually, the guy was repeating a quote from our current resident. I know, Donnie, but I was passing that yeah. up. Okay, well, because yeah. it right, didn't, fine. it didn't add <laughs> anything about it. It was basically, are you intimidated to play against beautiful women? Yeah, I mean, who you, would you ever ask a guy, are you intimidated to play that guy because he's taller than you? Right, right. Are you no, intimidated uh, yeah. to play him because he's better looking? And Sandra yeah. Bullock also said in the USA Today. They likened Ocean's A. Well, it seems like a better climate for women compared to Ghostbusters. And she said the way those women were treated like it, Ghostbusters was some sacrilegious boys only club. She said you had five of the most uh, talented, funny. funny women. She said it's ridiculous what happened to them in their movie. And they had so much bad press yes. because they were women. Yeah. And people liked that movie. And, but also because the fanboying. Around Ghostbusters, like you and I hated Ghostbusters. The first time around, I didn't I like hate, it either. Oh, I no, I know, it. but a lot of song. guys liked that the way they liked it. Who are you going to call? Yeah, I mean, that was know. kind of a theme, that song, yeah, forever. Yeah. Anyway, but we are excited, right, about Reese Witherspoon and Legally Blonde 3? Totally. Totally. All right. By the way, I heard one critic say that, her, in her opinion, the star of the movie was Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, I, I guess, seals the movie yes, in many yes. scenes. and uh, She's a good actress. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're, we're excited. I'm excited to see that Same. this weekend. All right, listen, when we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. Random! I know. All right, imagine this happening to you. You're driving your car. Mm Mm-hmm. You go and plug your phone into the charger in your car. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, your phone won't go plugging in, and you're driving. You're driving. Bad your idea. Phone. Well, you bad know, idea. It'd be whatever. fiddling around. Even if you're at a stoplight, so yeah. you're plugging your phone in, and what comes out of that little spot is a snake. What? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> no tried to way. plug it in. This got to be in Florida. What? A garden snake. It was in Virginia. <laughs> slithered out of her car's vents right by her phone. Uh, wrapped around her charging cable. She remained calm (laughs) and was able to pull the car over and snap some pics while waiting for the police to help her out. By the time animal control experts arrived, the two and a half foot snake... Had found a garter snake gets to be two and a half foot. I didn't realize they grew that It's a garden snake. Oh, not a garden snake. No, it's a garden snake. Garter, those are those those little little ones. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
had gone back into the dashboard from underneath. Oh, my um, but she had no choice to continue to driving mm-hmm. to drive. Um, she was able to catch it with the help of a glue trap under the seats. What? Eventually. Why would she have a glue trap under Because they seat? gave it to her. Oh, you know, they said, we okay. can't find it right now. Here's a glue trap that will attract it to this. Can you even imagine? I would get in a wow. car accident. <laughs> the only thing worse than that would be if a bat woke up while you were driving and started flying around in the interior oh. of your car. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that would absolutely <laughs> yeah. freak me out. I never leave my um, windows Those down open. in my garage. Either do I. Well, yeah, for a spider or anything of that nature. We have a little story on that as well. Oh, do we? There is a woman that uh, decided that she was uh, so freaked out by a spider that she, the only way that she could think of getting the spider removed from her house was to call. Not 911. No, Kentucky no. Fried Chicken. And order an order. She ordered an oh, order. Oh, did you have a delivery guy KFC. come over to kill it? Yep, and had a delivery guy. I guess I didn't know they delivered on well, KFC. <laughs> whoever does oh, the God. delivery, uh, literally a woman ordered it and came in and he killed the spider for her too. And I hope oh. she tipped him I well. I she did. I did too. Um, now we have a little, there was an update on something that happened at a, a twins. Was it a White Sox game? Uh, Red Sox. Red Sox yeah, game. Fenway Park in Boston. Right. So this happened, this woman got hit really bad by a ball at a game. So Please here's tell me there's a lawsuit. Well, of course. All right. Stephanie Taubin taking the stand in a Massachusetts courtroom, describing the moment that a foul ball hit her in the face while watching the Boston Red Sox play the Minnesota Twins at Fenway Park in 2014. The feeling of shock and emotion of, oh my God, what just happened? Taubin now suing team owner John Henry and the Red Sox for negligence. She's asking for $9.5 million, saying the foul ball entered an area that was previously protected by a glass barrier that had been removed and not replaced, oh. alleging that gave her facial fractures and neurological damage. I heard my bones, the bones in my face crack, and I just felt an enormous amount of pain. An estimated 1,700 fans are hurt each year by batted balls at Major League Baseball games. That's at least twice every three games. Whoa. Look out. Oh, my goodness. Just last year, a little girl was hit by a foul ball at Yankee Stadium. Her father saying she suffered multiple facial fractures and bleeding in her brain. Oh, my gosh. And mm-hmm. the Red Sox telling ABC News that the team and owner John Henry have always viewed fan safety as a fundamental priority, but Whoa. that they can't comment any further while this case is in trial. Meanwhile, just a few months ago, all 30 MLB teams extended the netting at ballparks because they were just seeing more and more of these injuries. Yeah, it only makes sense to extend the netting. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. 
Download the new Bumble now. Yeah. And well, here's Why the thing. Why don't they do it? Well, then? And, well they he, did. They did. But here's here's the thing about this all this baseball hullabaloo. Yeah. Is that as a baseball fan, um, you Your know, my mom almost got hit in the face. She did at a baseball game. Mm-hmm. We were behind home. Were plate. you always were around her and no one did anything? We all ducked. Yep, <laughs> including your mom. But it landed in her lap. It did. Mm. She had the biggest bruise on her leg. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So they they were doing some, but they um and the level that my kid plays baseball in college. Yeah. Um, the netting is black. Or it's big black fences. You can't see through it. It's so obnoxious. Why don't they? I don't know. One of my inventions. My invention. Easy to take iridescent netting. Yeah, like it. I I think what they use in the major leagues is pretty good. It doesn't really obstruct your view. It doesn't like what you know I've seen out there. So they've extended it down each baseline another. But she had surgeries where they had to go in through behind her eye. I mean, she really was hit hard. Okay, you know, I would be if I was hit that hard on my face. And obviously, maybe they've offered her like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So she's got to she's got to press it because she won't get nine million. But yeah, all right. I mean, you're just going to a game and you get hurt. Yeah, no, I could see it go both ways. Yeah. Okay, remember the humiliating um, obituary that we read just earlier in this week for a woman that died in her two children. Redwood Falls, Yes, Minnesota. her name, her name was Kathleen, oh, Kathleen. Demlo. Mm-hmm. So the, the son, you know, the son, what was his name? And Gina, the sister? Jay and Gina. Jay and Gina. It's terrible mm-hmm. that I know this. Um, the London Daily Mail. Got a hold of him? Yep. So here's what he said. Yep. He said he wanted to get the last word in. They paid to have this whole bit done in the Redwood Falls Gazette Complete on May 31st. With her photo. Yep. And, and not a young photo of her, <laughs> no. but an no. old nursing yes. home photo. <laughs> right. Another newspaper would not post it because they thought it was just, you can't defend yourself when you're dad. But um, the son, his name is Jay, he changed his name from Lemo to DeMello to distance himself, said he wanted to finally get in the last word. He lives in Cleveland. He told the Daily Mail the obituary's tone was his sister's idea. (laughs) (laughs) Way to throw Gina under the bus. Uh, He said to most people, you have no idea what we went through. And back then, nobody talked about it. Just to remind people, their mom took off with their dad's brother and had two more kids and moved to California with with them. That's his problem. He said, living in a dysfunctional family as a child and being shutted about with his sister until his maternal grandparents decided that they would take them in. Oh, dear. Uh, he said that uh, he has two and a half brothers from the other marriage. And they I had a great not, life. Are they, or do they have a relationship? I bet they don't. No, nope, we never got one card from our mom. I remember she came oh. home twice on one occasion showing us pictures of her doing things with her kids out there. Oh, oh dear. That's, that's mm-hmm. not good. Yeah. That's cruel. So I, I wonder, did it help? Did it help them make them feel that's better? What, that's what they said. It made them yeah. feel better. Because that that's a life-traumatizing tra- event. I know. Yeah. But I... She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. There are things you need to know. Trending online this afternoon, Kelly Ripa, she shared a photo of her 16-year-old daughter Lola getting ready to go to prom. People are really liking that. Also trending online this afternoon would be Prince. 
on what would have been the star's 60th birthday, the Prince Estate announced it's prepping a new album that will be released on September 21st. And the first single from that album is a cover of the song Mary Don't You Weep. Also trending, Kenny Loggins, he's going to re-record his hit song Danger Zone from the original Top Gun movie for that film's sequel, Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Not one of my favorite 80s songs, Danger Zone. Go ahead. You done? Yeah, sorry. Sure? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Reese Witherspoon trending. The uh, actress said Legally Blonde 3 is officially a go, and she confirmed that on her Instagram account today. Also trending would be How to Drain Your Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. The epic conclusion of the How to Train Your Dragon trilogy has a new trailer. The movie's out in March of 2019. That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. How can you not dance to the song? You just want to kind of start working your triangle and doing the box step. Anyway, I'm not sick of that song yet. I'm not either. Mm, I love it every time I hear it. Um, Okay, so uh, I wanted to play this audio. This is from... um, Good Morning America about the pretty lengthy statement that Kate Spade's husband uh, put out uh, as a result of, I suppose, the misinformation, the lurid, the whatever kind of details that were coming. so much misinformation. Yeah, I mean, and maybe that he might have been getting phone calls about it. Was he having an affair and this and that and the other thing? And then the, the one sister that spoke out to the Kansas City Gazette that upset other people, and of course, um, so uh, this is in regarding uh, to, you know, really the very shocking and surprising news and sad, um, but a, a current epidemic in this country yes. is suicide. There's just a huge story in the Star, Star Tribune, Tribune today, today about it's the it. cover. Yeah. And what, in just... All age groups, it's an epidemic. It's happening so all the time, and you know how I read the obituaries, yeah. and... I mean, I see at least one or two uh, obituaries a week where Someone you can read suicide. between the lines. Right. Yeah, and uh, sometimes they come right out and say it, and or they say thing other other things. But you know, you know what it means, and it's just like so. Anyway, the husband uh, they put it out. They issued it, People Magazine. I um, imagine that Kate Spade will be the cover. Um, this and week, it, this week, and always, you know, what I always hope, and I think you do too, and Donnie and other people is, you know, raising awareness that if it will help one person, I mean, because it's just, you don't want anyone to ever have to go through this, and you just feel. Uh, I think it was Entertainment Tonight asked all the ladies on the red carpet for Ocean's Eight because Hollywood women. Or Kate Spade, she Everyone was, liked it. but especially for mm-hmm. daytime yes. dresses mm-hmm. and every, you know, it was like really she was a Reese Witherspoon. Everybody wore. Mindy Kaling told the Entertainment Tonight she said uh, probably half of the wardrobe I wore on the Mindy Show was Kate Spade, mm-hmm. and so you it know, it was so, happy, joyful prints, cuts, colorful, yeah, yeah. and um, and and to a one, all of them just. Oh my gosh, I feel so horrible 
uh, for the daughter and and her other family members, her, oh, husband, her husband. And, yeah. yeah. So here we go. Let's play it, Danny. Andy Spade's heartbreaking revelations painting a raw, honest picture of the woman he met in college and built an empire with. In a statement to ABC, the grieving Spade saying of his wife of 24 years, Kate was the most beautiful woman in the world. She was the kindest person I've ever known and my best friend for 35 years. But he went on to share that the woman who personified happy was privately in pain, revealing that Kate had been suffering from depression and anxiety for more than five years, saying her sudden and apparently intentional death was still a complete shock. Adding, my daughter and I are devastated by her loss and can't begin to fathom life without her. We are heartbroken and miss her already. The 55-year-old mm. going on to confirm what had been reported, that his wife was under medical care and was even taking medication to help with her illness. It clearly wasn't her, he said. There were personal demons she was battling. You really don't ever know what is going on inside a person's mind and that what's they show on the outside may not just be a true portrayal of what's really going on. Spade's shocking death opening a conversation about mental illness and suicide. Experts saying that women are particularly vulnerable. People can get help and they can get better. That's what Kate Spade's death does for us. It gives us the opportunity to raise the conversation to a new level of prevention rather than grief. The Spades, whose daughter is 13, had reportedly been living apart for the last 10 months. But Andy says they remained close, co-parenting their daughter, and divorce was never on the table. We saw each other or spoke every day. We ate many meals together as a family and continued to vacation together as a family. He said we loved each other very much and simply needed a break. And if you're worried about someone who might be thinking about suicide, ask them. Ask them directly, hey, is this what's going on for you? I care about you. I want to help you. Let's get you to some help. In fact, medical experts emphasizing that that's the critically important message that we should take away from the loss of Kate Spade. That is the need to talk and shatter that stigma around mental illness and that we check on those who may be suffering, maybe even boldly asking them about the possibility of suicide or self-harm. A painful conversation, but they say it possibly could save lives. And, you know, they, and it's so true. I just thought that was very well done. Um, but yesterday they had Dr. Jen Asher, who's GMA's medical yep, expert. Yep. Her husband took his own life. I didn't know. And that. she never had talked about it. That. Like, I don't know when it was. The blonde lady? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, and she talked to George about it. And her kids were like, you know, 16 and 18. And, you know, she just talked about how it rocked her world. And she said, my husband was a doctor and I was the doctor. And, you know, so just because, and I think I've told you before, sometimes what people will do, obviously not if it's, you're well known, but for most of us, we're not well known, is that sometimes you just don't even, you don't, you in reference, maybe just someone you met, you know, this person has passed on, you don't say even well, the word suicide because well, inevitably, a- this has been my experience. Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Were they really depressed? Okay, so mm-hmm. there's stab to the heart. You know, you kind of go, uh, you know, do right. How did they do it? How did this person do it? Why? Why? You know, it, it's more people don't know what to say, right? To you? Oh no, right? And always, I'm so sorry for your loss is always the best thing to mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. And but people are just because it's so shocking, right? It's so unimaginable, and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, because it, unless it happens. You so she, yeah, and she basically was just like, 
we didn't even know how to talk about it, this thing that happened to us. So, you mm-hmm. know, and she's been on, you know, I think it happened maybe a year ago or, or longer. I didn't know. Well, Lori, and didn't, I watch her every day, but, but she because, didn't share it. And because she's a, yep. it's a painful thing yep. to share. I really feel for... Um, um, Andy Spade. I, I really do. I mean, today he came out of his house with a, a, a mask on. A, like a Bozo the Clown or a horse mask. And he just said... And yelled at the paparazzi, I thought you guys were going to give me privacy. Right. When have they ever? Yeah, I know. Right. I, I know. It, that's the truth. And but, all the misconceptions initially about everything. Well, like, I think it was that sister spoke before yeah, the brother. That yeah. was the thing that get. And he was very... I, I love. She was the most beautiful woman in the world and the kindest. I mean... That's Those just are like, loving words, and it's just so sad. I yeah. mean, your best buddy for since nineteen eighty five. Eighty five, they've been together. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know a couple of people that have been together that long. You know, mm-hmm. people that I know from college and right. stuff that stayed together. Mm-hmm. Many of us, you know, moved on from our partner that we had <laughs> in the eighties. You know what I mean? Right. That's yeah. really that's a because they were both fifty five. And he was, they were really yin and yang in the business. Mm-hmm. I read this thing about her when, so she moved Don't to New York City. Don't you remember wanting a cake spade oh. purse when they first came out? I got a knockoff on Canal Street. Yeah, yeah, we I know all we did. did. Everybody yeah, I mean, did. It was such... If you couldn't have the real one, then right. you were like getting in the knockoff. But when she d- had that idea, so she apparently moved to New York City from Kansas City. She had like... From Arizona State. Yeah, mm-hmm. had like no money. Right. She, I don't know if she traveled to through Europe or something like that, and then she went came to New York. But she worked her way up to the, the senior uh, um, fashion or features editor, like trend accessories. She was the editor for Mademoiselle yeah. magazine. And she was 28, and she asked her boss if this, if this, design venture and she didn't even know if it was going to be handbags that was andy's idea if it doesn't work can i have my job back because that is a cush job to be a senior editor at a fashion magazine in the late 80s early 90s and um they said yes and so the only material she could afford was she bought burlap and he kept saying it can't be kate bahanahan or whatever her last name is but the Oh, yeah, Bronson. Bronson. Yeah. He said, and even though they weren't married or anything, it's Kate Spade. That just sounds so great. Mm-hmm. So um, she didn't eat, so she had to use burlap, and he had the idea you do a bag, you know, and then the simple box thing, and then it was her idea to put the colorful thing. So she gets her samples, and she's going to go to a trade show to see if she can get any orders. Sure. And Kate Spade, the little black tag, was inside the bag mm-hmm. and she just kept looking there's nothing special about, about my bag outside. so her six samples she hand picked it out and then she hand stitched kate, kate spade, spade with the, the iconic outside. spade oh on was, the outside yeah, the spade from a deck of cards yeah mm-hmm. oh. and it was like there that's that's it. My that logo. was the finishing that's a good touch. one yeah that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's a good story. You know, and it's kind of, you always have to have that, like... Ta-da. Ta-da. And so he was really, like, the business, and she was really the... The creative. The creative, and they just worked, really had an amazing mm-hmm. partnership, and, you know, from the ground up. Yeah. I, I mean, love it. Yeah. I absolutely love so, it. But it's 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 interesting, because, like, today... Michael Kors. I don't want that logo. I, I'm not a logo girl. You know, I just, we're not logo people. I don't like any logos on my stuff. Yeah. So. But we I have was, all kinds of stuff it. that has I know, it on I there. I but I carry it inside. I just don't like, 
It's but weird. Kate Spade was just so lovely. Kate Spade's so lovely. lovely and it was little and, and it was, and it was, little. It was, it was that was a different one. it was flirty one. and fun. It I've didn't never feel like owned a, a Kate Spade. I've owned a Kate Spade knockoff. I just bought a friend. A Kate Spade wristlet. Wallet. Yeah. It was so delicious for yeah. a going away party and she yeah. did a lot for me. So I was just like, nice. oh. All right, listen, we come back. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we are going to Hollywood speak. The always delicious, the always delightful, um, and the always devilish Mariah Carey. Mint. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? That's our song. That's us. That is us. Okay, is so... Talk. Mariah Carey <laughs> looked dazzling. She was on Jimmy Kimmel to promote her Las Vegas residency, which starts on July 6th. And she had the most amazing necklace on. She just looked fierce, fresh, and fabulous. She really did. She looked gorgeous. She looks happy. Yes, very she looks happy. She really, she really does. But we have got to um we have got to just play this. And she gives good couch she always has she really has and, and good shade and good yep. shade really good shade <laughs> let's right. play uh jimmy kimmel asked her about american idol and lionel richie you know lionel richie is a friend of yours correct yes and, and he, I heard he's performing in las vegas as well okay yeah and we we did a tour together you did a tour together yeah and then we ended up bumping into each other everywhere we went is it true that you told him not to do american idol when uh, he was thinking about whether or not he should judge it <laughs> If I didn't, I should have. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't know. Why is he doing it? Is it going well for him? Yeah, oh. he's doing it. Oh, you guys must why, be really so. tight, huh? No, well, I look, we're tight when we're on the same stage. And, you know, he's a great person. He's a legend. And, I, and you're up all night in the middle of the night. He probably wakes up at 6 o'clock in the morning, right? Do, do you mean, think so? I don't yeah. know. I think Lionel probably wakes up early, yeah. He Whatever like he's a, doing, he's doing pretty well for himself. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he's, he's on the ceiling and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, can I just clarify? Yes. interrupting my own promotion. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I wasn't saying that Lionel isn't, wouldn't be a great judge. I was just saying I didn't have the world's Best experience. Oh, I think everybody got that. Oh, I'm yeah. that. Okay. I love that he said well, that. Just in case, because people like to interpret. Yeah, that's true. Things. People do take things out of. What was the worst part of being a judge in America? <laughs> Nicki Minaj. I'll tell you the best part was some of the memes that we got. Memes were good. Yeah, yeah. we got some like good that? memes that are very like. Ooh, like yeah. <laughs> it was bleak, darling. It was a bleak experience. We don't have to go back there. But there were some good hairstyles. Okay. Yeah. We'll stick to the positive. Okay. My hairstyles were... were Let's good. go back. My yeah. hairstyles. Yeah. I mean, everybody else's were great, too. Yay. <laughs> oh, I'm such a team player. Yay. Yeah, I, everybody else's were great. It was a gives amazing shade. If I didn't, I should have. Uh, is so the good. equivalent of I don't know her. And then she said bleak. Described it as bleak. Bleak. Twice is so great, and the hair and the, uh, 
Oh, Mariah Darlene. Well, just she, remind people. I mean, she, she was Mickey, cast first, and she was probably told. We decided yes. at the time that she was going to be the only female judge. judge. And there would be two other guys, Simon yes. Cowell and, or Randy no. Jackson. And no, it was Keith Urban, wasn't it, at that point in time? Maybe it was. was I it? can't remember. I think, it, but it, it, I think they were hoping that it was going to be like Randy Jackson and somebody Steven else. Steven Tyler. Maybe. I think he was on at the same time. Maybe. Who knows? He was on with J-Lo, I know. But, okay. we, you know, you that would require you having watched it and since we're hollywood speaking we can't we've got to be truthful and just claim that you probably haven't watched it since the first season when kelly clarkson won that's not true maybe you watched it carrie underwood but you check i don't like these shows yeah i know so anyway but if i didn't i should have because i mean i'm glad lionel they're getting the paycheck but i'm telling you that american idol was bleak this year it was not fun oh Painful. I, I didn't watch the second one. It was painful. Okay, here's something else to Hollywood speak. Just here's the headline. The hot felon and the billionaire top shop heiress had their baby. Oh, gosh. This is the hot felon mm-hmm. that was in jail, and he's got the beautiful blue eyes, and he has the teardrop underneath one of his eyes. Doesn't that mean he was a gang member of some I, I, certain I gang? Don't, I don't know. You know, his picture yeah. went viral. Yeah, yeah. The hot felon. The hot felon. Jeremy and, Meeks. Yeah. How do I... Um, here's my caption. Uh, okay, so the hot... Felon. And... And the billionaire top shop heiress have had a baby. Their baby. Her parents can't stand. They disown. No, her parents love him. They talk about a a, well, a Cinderella he's... dream for a guy that you bounce out of prison, you dump the woman, the wife who's been waiting for you while you were serving your five years for you whatever. Meet up with the billionaire, and then he ends up with a billionaire heiress. Whose parents love him, and yeah. guess how they're going to yeah. spend the first three months of the baby's life? This is a, a this is a, they're going to spend it on the big, huge yacht. Oh, why not? Just sailing okay. around sure. with Saint-Tropez. nannies. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Uh, can you believe well, it? Well, he did well. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Uh huh. I would say moving on up. Moving on. Jeez. Right. Yeah. So, but apparently, her parents adore this guy. Wow. So that's she, how they're going to spend the first three months okay. cruising around on the big, huge, big, huge yacht that's like, like that. worth a billion dollars. Okay. I like that. All right. Here's another one. Brody Jenner says he's disappointed. Uh, Dad, Caitlyn Jenner, missed his wedding. He told people because they've got a little coverage in it with some photos. It was a big disappointment, especially considering that she'd known about the wedding for a year. I would hate my dad mm-hmm. her mom. I don't get this. Caitlin said that uh, she'd said last week that she was missing her son Brody's uh, wedding because of a work commitment. And can I tell you what that work commitment was? The Vienna Ball in Austria, where people, uh, minor celebrities get paid money to attend. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. Oh, I feel, God. well, here's always been my thoughts mm-hmm. on Bruce Jenner and Caitlyn Jenner. Narcissist. Absolutely think it's all about them. Terrible parent. Left the first kids for the second wife, second kids for the third wife. Right. All those kids for, for his, his new life. Yeah. Doesn't think about, I think he's just a narcissist. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not really interested in kids. No. That's, or in um, other people. A destination <laughs> wedding you would tell your a immediate family of pretty far in advance because yes. you're booking it far in yeah. advance. But a work commitment? A work commitment. Come on. I know. But it was last minute. Oh, well, yeah, here, Bruce, we, or, I mean, Caitlin, here's $30,000. Doesn't matter. Vienna Ball. It's so bad. It's so tacky okay. and bad and wrong priorities. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Uh, Roseanne Barr retweets negative Valerie Jarrett comment after just saying this was yesterday. I'm making restitution for the pain I caused. And then five minutes later, retweeted something awful about Valerie Jarrett. Why won't anyone just talk Roseanne into giving up her phone? Well, she because Roseanne seems like a person to me who does whatever Roseanne yeah. wants, Lori. Yeah. And I feel like she's... Her family must be just going crazy. crazy. Like, I mean, they must be very upset with her in that she's with this longtime guy. He's like maybe 10 years younger mm-hmm. and she's got older kids. But She met have, him in Hawaii. Yeah. I, I, they just have got to be saying, Mom, stop. 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 Look at how many people lost their jobs. Look at your impact. And you just sound like an evil witch. Yeah. She sounds like an evil. She's just, there's nothing likable about her. No. When people. My dad was so funny. He goes, he goes, I didn't like her in the 80s. I don't like her now. I never was going to watch her show. And I'm like, but dad, you know, she's like you. She's, you know, has been, you know, she likes what President Trump is doing. Right. She like- he said, it doesn't matter what she thinks now. I didn't like her back then. And I don't know why I would like her now. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah. he was one of those people who was very offended at her uh, singing, singing the national, national anthem and yeah. grabbing her crotch yeah, and, and spitting. Yeah. And he uh-huh. like really She's, got his. She, I think, is a tough note. personality to like. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and I and I just and yeah. Dylan Farrow about his uh, dad Woody Allen saying he could be the poster boy for me too. He said Woody Allen's recent antics. Now this is his dad demonstrate his desperation to salvage a faltering career. Mm-hmm. It's Dylan yeah. was the girl. Yeah, saying that about the dad. Yeah. No. Oh, Dylan. Sorry. Yeah, yeah Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Ronan. Yeah. But, all right. So there you go. No love lost there in that no family. No love lost there. Well, we're going to have some. What are we coming back with, Lori? Uh, uh, we